0: welcome to the latest edition of the Mersey podcast. Today we've got Dave Goodyear from our marketing department and we're going to talk about content marketing.
1: Hi Polly, nice to be here. Happy to start talking about something that I think people are really engaged with.
0: Fantastic. Um, so when we talk about content marketing, what does that mean?
1: Well, we mean it by something that where you can use content to help promote and market your firm or your business. So it's rather than simply creating a marketing email or a flyer as a one-off, that might just describe your firm, what we're actually trying to do is create some sort of content or information that will be of interest to your end user, whether that's a current client or prospective clients.
0: Okay, great. Um, So why do you think that's important in this day and
1: age? I think we often hear the phrase that content is king. So we have to address why that might be a case and why people might think that. I think content can be really key in driving people to your site and your firm where they want to know more. So this allows you to be a knowledge base um, where people see you as thought leaders and people who will be providing the information that they know is important and they know that they should be understanding and getting to groups with. And this means that if you're a content provider, you can have a base where clients will keep coming to you for information and advice, and that in turn will help improve relationships with your clients and potentially and cross-sell um, other services that you do, but it can also improve trust in your brand. So there's a lot of benefits to looking at content as um, a way to help your marketing.
0: Absolutely. So positioning yourself as a thought leader, um, but what does this mean for you?
1: There's a couple of things. It's a new way of looking at marketing, but it can be a great way of selling your firm and your knowledge. But it's also a new way of um, developing your marketing strategy and business needs. So that means we talked about being seen as a thought leader. Well, that means everyone in the business has to have a bit of buy-in and responsibility to look at this. Because if people in your teams, and it doesn't always have to be the same people, you can spread this workload around, are they incapable capable of writing bits of information, whether that's a blog post, snippets, social feeds, even video content, it allows people to access it in different ways but it means you are consistently providing useful information to your client base.
0: Perfect. So how do I know what sort of content I should be creating?
1: Um, Well, I think it's important to think about who your audience is and what they want to know. There's no point in writing things that are completely irrelevant for your audience or indeed things that are simply going to waste time for those in your firm. So assess the needs of what your audience wants to know. And this is where again, you can use your team members and the expertise and knowledge that they have in specific areas for them to help guide the information that's written. So you want to be making sure you're keeping on top of topical issues so that way you can be looking at the news within your industry and ensuring you're on top of what the latest guidance and information is and how that relates to your audience. So what can you be informing them, whether that is opinion from your side or it's just providing the fact of what's happening and how they'll be impacted, it's a surefire way to help generate enough interest and potential leads with the content you're writing. And that way, you can make sure whatever you're doing is relevant and engaging. So when we talk about that content you should be creating, and we say it needs to be relevant to your audience, well, that's where you can also look at researching and looking at the topical information that really will help them. All of that is there for you to address and understand who your audience are.
0: Um, So what does that mean for your clients? Well,
1: I guess that is where you're looking to reinforce the message of you are a knowledge base for them. And it opens their eyes at what else you can perhaps do. They might only use you for one specific service or area within the business and might be completely unaware of everything else you can offer or the other areas of expertise and staff members that you've got at at their service, really.
0: Okay so we touched on this a moment ago but what if I don't have the time or the resource to create the content? How would I go about doing that?
1: Yeah I think this is where I did reference it that it's important you shouldn't just make this a one person job so this should not just be the sole responsibility of someone to have what may seem as a daunting task to create content on a regular basis. Now this is where if you can share that workload across the experienced members of your team and those with the knowledge that can write information on a regular basis, that's perfect. So you might be able to use that for them to block out time. And across one department or team within your firm, they have to write one bit of content, again, whether it's a blog or a post or a video or whatever or an opinion piece. They can block that out and once a week or once a month that team has to create something that can be shared around people, meaning that actually one member of staff might only have to write something once or twice a year, but there's a lot of information that can be created. If you think you still may struggle doing that, then there are people out there, there are experts out there who can help. Whether that is people who write topical stories, whether that is news or bespoke content, you can get people at not a too affordable rate that can write this content for you. Um, example being the Mercy's technical team, there's endless products that they can write and provide that allow end users to edit that as they see fit and then distribute through their various channels.
0: Um, so once the content's been produced, uh, how, how is it being consumed by our audience?
1: Well, I think we're finding, particularly in the current climate, that people are consuming content in an array of ways, but certainly different to perhaps how they may have done a few months ago. But what we've also been finding in the last year or two in that consumer trends are changing. So how people want to consume and are consuming content is vastly different. So there are many things you can go down We've talked about a blog channel. So having a blog area on your website is um, very common now, and it's a great way of getting information across. That can then be posted on your social channels, which is another brilliant way of reaching an even wider audience. But then we have to look at different aspects that we can look at. And whether that is audio recordings, so podcasts such as this, or if videos are created, and whether that is done internally, simply using your smartphone, or whether you get an external company to create information that is done via video or audio, it can have a great impact on how people consume it. This allows people to be listening while they're commuting to work, whether they're in their car or the train, however they, however they get there. And it allows them to also access it when they're at home, when they're doing other things that they can maybe listen or watch. So we know that video is on the rise in terms of popularity. So it's something that people should be looking to embrace wherever possible.
0: And once they're out on the channels, then how do we report and see the impact of the content that we're publishing?
1: Yeah, this is an interesting one because I think, We never want to make any sort of marketing or content marketing seem as though it is a laborious task because it certainly isn't. It's actually a very important task. So no matter what you're doing, we should always then be looking to report on that, much as would on any other activity or timesheets or anything that you address what you're doing and look at the impact it's having. So this doesn't have to be a hugely in-depth task to start with, but you need to know what impact you're having. So this is where, look at the results and what has happened from your activity. You always want to see positive results, but there's going to be times when you might not see such positive results. That's not the end of the world. What you want to know is how can you improve things, or indeed, the magic of how did that go so right, let's keep doing more of it. The dream is to have a high level of traffic visiting your website or wherever your content is placed, but you need to make sure if that hasn't happened, try and address what went wrong and how can you learn from it and develop. And those free tools such as Google Analytics will help. It's a dead easy tool to see how many people go to specific pages on your website. And then also you've got the analytics of all the various social media channels, which are free and part of the service, where you can assess how well your activity is doing. But it's important you can spend 10 minutes just assessing the activity that you've done recently.
0: Um, So you mentioned audio and video earlier. But how easy is that for me to produce?
1: Well, it can be as easy or as difficult as you want. And I think also that's down to how you operate as a business and a firm and how you maybe want to be seen. So there are some accountants out there who will literally hold their own phone up to their face or rest it on a desk and talk into it and give a bit of information that way. Or there are others who will come to people like ourselves and want a different style of video. So they might just want an animated video or something that is available to a wider audience or completely accessible that they can repurpose on social channels, their website, or even on screens in their reception area. Um, But this is where you need to see what's comfortable for you and you need to see what you can use within a budget that you've got. So, It can be where you are, I don't know, look at the option of trialing your own recording. So there are free apps and software out there that you can use on tablets and mobile devices where you can then trial your own recording. A bit of trial and error, perfect way of doing it. Test it with members in your office if you can. It only takes an hour to look at, but it can really have a good impact. Videos, as we've talked about, increasingly popular. But how do you do that? You need to make sure you're in a quiet area and somewhere where you're not going to get interruptions and allows you to focus on what you're doing. So it's all these things, just take a little bit of planning. But then the beauty is you've got YouTube, which is a free channel, and all the social channels, which you can be free to sign up for and publish your content out there. The same for your website. And I think the reason why we've sort of looked at video and audio within this is because according to a recent Ofcom report, we know that YouTube is the most popular channel to watch video content. And that's included in the likes of Netflix, BBC, ITV, Amazon Prime, all those hubs that are out there. YouTube is still the most popular and where people go to to look at video content. So it feels like a bit of a no-brainer not to even explore it. Whether you can commit all that time to it is different, but you may as well be exploring it because these channels are no longer just for the younger generation. It's for every demographic that is accessing content in these ways. So I think it's important that we need to consider it.
0: Okay. Um, can, would you suggest personalising the content that you produce?
1: Yes, I would. I think it's important that you always make the comf- content you're producing relevant. As we touched on earlier, it has to be relevant to your audience. But personalising any communications that you can, that you send to clients, is a great way of increasing engagement. It's proven that it increases engagement and um, how people interact with your content. So any level of personalization, whether that is simply adding a name in their email as you send it to them, is uh, a much better way of guaranteeing increased engagement in what you're producing.
0: What would you recommend the first thing to do to start content marketing right now?
1: Well, I think it's important that, first of all, as we've touched on before, let's research your audience. Know who you're talking to, but also importantly, who you want and should be talking to. Now, this should already be part of your overall business plan and strategy. And marketing is always a really important part of that. So you guys should already know the groups of clients and areas of your business where you see and want growth and where you feel those are the most important areas for you to concentrate on. So when you know that, let's really start with those basics and look at your marketing and content marketing and make sure you get the basics right. And a key part of that is don't try and do too much all at once. Don't feel like everything needs to be a huge long list and you don't know where to get through. Start with what you've got time for, so make sure you block that out in your and your team's diaries, and just start with writing little bits of content or recording your first video, or looking at how you can write something that can go with an email campaign. But make sure you don't overwhelm yourself. Start small look at the impact it's having learn from what's going right and wrong and then build on it from there it's
0: great great advice um is there anything that mercia can do uh, from a content perspective
1: yes i think uh, mercia like other firms um we've got a really strong marketing and technical team and i think we're very fortunate that our team which are all based well remotely now but in one office work together in producing content that is relevant for accountants and their audience so i think If people are struggling to write their own content or don't know where to start, then please feel free to call the marketing team and contact us because we're able to not only suggest what might work best for your firm, but we can also provide that content so you know exactly what you've got to work with and we can help you make sure you execute it in the right way.
0: Fantastic. So, um, yeah, that was a great insight, Dave. Thank you. Um, And thank you all for listening. And if you do uh, have... Any queries or are interested in any content marketing, you can visit our website, which is www.mercia-group.com, um, and we'll speak to you soon.
1: That's great. Thank you, Polly.